Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hey everyone, I hope you are doing great. Uh, in this episode, I would like to discuss about amalgam cracks. That's a very controversial subject and topic. And I know everyone has their own opinion. So here is my opinion. And it is what it is. It's an opinion. Um, there are lots of studies being done. And um, I'll quote a couple of studies. But generally, you can find the study in dentistry to really justify whatever you are you, you're doing clinical practice in a, in most of the time so with regards to amalgam crack there are if you we see a lot of amalgam in uk at least where patient has an amalgam for years and years and patient comes to see you either has cracked line mesial or distal or both or lingual or buccal um and um either the tooth is chipped or tooth is not chipped but you seeing you see some crack lines which is very, very, very common. Now, when you see a crack line, you need to decide whether you're going to treat that tooth or not. Before you do that, you need to ask yourself and you need to ask patient. And this is something, a discussion I have with along with the patient. So I, t I show them, first of all, photographs. So it's really important that you take a great quality photos from all angle of the tooth and discuss with patient in a large screen so patient can really see the crack line. So first of all, there is no doubt in patient's mind that there is a crack line. And many times, you know, um, you can't see the crack line on, on x-ray. So you have to show them pictures. So make sure you take pictures. Otherwise, what will happen is you are doing something preventative treatment, patients not in pain, and now you do, did an onlay or change restoration or did something and now patients got symptoms from the tooth, then they may blame you saying that, oh, the tooth was fine before and now you touched it and there is a problem. So make sure that you eradicate any doubt from patient's mouth by taking a photographs, which is a must in my opinion, especially when patients are not in pain and there is no symptom, which is most of the time the case when you see amalgam crack. So take a photographs a good photograph, good high-resolution photographs from all the angles, especially where the crack is. Now I will sit down with patient and I will discuss that, look, there is a crack line in the tooth and this is mainly because of the amalgam restoration. We know there's a metal restoration. So there is expansion and contraction going on. There is a load distribution. Plus the way the these restorations are retained in tooth is by engaging the part of the tooth so we really do undermine the tooth uh, in order for us to retain amalgam within the tooth it's not taking support uh, it's, it's not supporting the tooth it's actually taking support from the tooth so every time bite and chewing happens tooth ever so slightly flex and that's how you start seeing crack line so there are multiple factors why you see crack line because of amalgam. Many times you see large amalgam, the tooth is already weak. Um, and that could be one of the reasons why you, you see a crack line. But I've seen very small amalgam and the crack line on the molars as well. This is generally on the premolars and molars I'm talking about, because that's where we do the amalgam. So I'll show patient uh, photographs and I will tell patient, first of all, that there is a crack line. And then I will ask myself a question along with the patient that look um do we know that 
there is definitely this crack line going underneath the filling or is just the crack only around the area because there's a large let's say amalgam you can't see whether the crack is going under the amalgam and going through and through is there is no way to know do we know that when the tooth will fracture if it is going to fracture we don't have an answer to that do we know if it's if the crack is going to spread and tooth is going to fracture is that fracture going to be catastrophic or just a chipping of the cusp which we can easily either repair or repair, repair the tooth by doing onlay um, or even composite restoration we don't know how the tooth is going to fracture we can guess from our experience but we don't know how that tooth is going to crack and i've noticed that if if there is a crack in my experience and this is what i tell patient that if there's a mesial crack and a distal crack and patients got large amalgam there is a likelihood that there will be a small crack running mesial to distal i'm not saying it's 100 happens but in my opinion i have removed thousands of amalgam um, and i do see the trend where if there is a crack in mesially and distally it progress plus if there is a crack which is staining that means is basically spreading even if patient doesn't have pain obviously we're talking about asymptomatic patient if patients having pain then you need to really act and this is what we'll come to in a minute uh, the management of the cracked tooth but this is a communication with patient and first of all you need to make patient aware that we cannot guarantee that a first of all the tooth is going to crack or not patient might be might come back in 5 years time and the tooth is not cracked it can happen but if it cracks we don't know whether it's going to crack catastrophically where patient will end up losing the tooth or it's going to fracture minor and you can repair it still but all we want to really communicate with patient is we don't want to take any chances okay so if you don't want to take any chances then really the tooth needs something doing ideally most of the time cuspal coverage and for me the the best type of cuspal coverage option is by doing adhesive onlay and next few podcast i will be discussing about adhesive onlays a uh, little bit more in detail but for me onlays are way to go because it's less invasive unless the tooth is symptomatic okay so let's say we've discussed all this and patients agreed saying that yes we want to do something about that crack line then first of all i'll remove the amalgam restoration i will see how the crack line is i don't generally chase the crack line subgingivally i would chase it beyond interproximal beyond the contact point because many time when you see a crack line there is a leakage and you can see caries at the contact point so i would go beyond the contact point but i will not chase it subgingivally if that makes sense because there is no point uh it can lead quite deep down there so uh you don't want to do that um once you clean all the tooth then you need to you can decide really whether you want to do uh just a normal restoration or you want to do cuspal coverage now most of the time when there is a cracks um i tend to do cuspal coverage but let's say you see a crack you remove the amalgam restoration but the crack stops there is no crack anymore then yes you can possibly consider Uh, and if the restoration is smaller you can consider doing an a composite restoration and uh, but if it's a big and there is a crack line cusp are weaker 
then it's better to do some sort of an onlay on that tooth. I would still refrain from doing crown because crown is much more invasive. Unless the tooth is symptomatic. So this is all asymptomatic. If the tooth is symptomatic, then you really need to assess um, the vitality of the tooth. You need to um, see if the crack is spreading by using tooth sleuth. When you do that, you have to be very careful. If patient bites really hard, they can really snap the tooth off. Um, so you need to be uh, careful of that when patients biting on it. But tooth sleuth is a plastic device which you can put it on the cusp, each cusp, and ask patient to gently bite, and you can tell where and how the crack is spreading. For even that case, I'll remove all the amalgam. I will build a core with composite. And in this case, I will prepare the tooth for the crown. If the symptomatic tooth is symptomatic, I don't want to take any chances. Um, so I will prepare tooth for the crown and then I will place temporary crown. At this point, if there is no periapical changes, there is no issue, there is no uh, PDL widening or there is no infection, I would just put a provisional crown at the beginning. Once I've done the provisional crown, I will review that patient until the pain goes. If the pain still stays, then you need to have an opinion of an endodontist to see if it's possible to do endodontist. They will do excess opening and then see where the crack line is. If the crack line is going through pulp chamber, then unfortunately tooth might have to come out. Um, if not, then they will do root canal and then you can still do your new crown later on. By doing a provisional crown, what you're doing is you're giving some time. You're still embracing, giving that tooth an embracing effect where you're, you're allowing crack not to spread any further. Um, but also, if patient needs a root canal, then patient, they don't have to go through the new crown. So you need to wait, temporize it, and then um, decide whether you're going to replace the tooth with the crown or not. Sometime I leave them for three to six months um, just to make sure everything's fine. So make sure that you make a really nice provisional crown. Um, and many times I cement it. I would do a rough preparation. I'll cement it with the glycine or maluting cement rather than a temporary cement. So there's no risk of it coming out. Um, but that's what uh, I do if the tooth is symptomatic. Of course, um, you need to tell patient if the tooth is symptomatic that there is a chance that you'll have to end up taking the tooth out and this is something unfortunate um, you know but this discussion needs to happen so when you remove while you're removing the amalgam restoration or uh, old restoration and tooth falls apart you are not there to blame patient doesn't blame you um, and so so whenever you are not sure of any treatment how this is going to go you need to tell your patient what your concerns are patients are very intelligent so if you tell them from the beginning they will be very appreciative if something goes wrong however if you don't tell them uh, and you don't anticipate and something goes wrong then that will can come across as, as an excuse so you're you're really you need to just anticipate any clinical scenario have a chat with patient and then go ahead sometime until unless you do the treatment you don't understand you don't know what's going on one person i was uh, listening to a podcast and he gave an example a really good example that um he was talking to someone else and he's like my friend has a ferrari but he doesn't take it out of the garage and the person's like why uh, and my friend goes that um he's he wants all the lights in the road to be green before he takes his car out 
and the other one goes like no you you have to take the car out and see where the light is red or green you can't just expect all the light to be green you can't wait all the traffic light to be green for your car to be out so this is how it is so you can't really expect everything's good all the scenarios you can't really predict everything um, and this is something I tell my patient as well, that I can't predict how things are going to go, but um, these are the likely scenario and we'll now have to go in and see. There's as much, this is only, you, you can't, you can only as much uh, predict the future. You can't really tell exactly what's going to happen until you do the treatment. So as far as you have really discussed with patient, there is no issue. So in summary, I always treat teeth with amalgam cracks. Um, there is, or at least I would suggest patient to treat it because there is no point in sitting and waiting and doing nothing because the crack is only going to get worse. Plus amalgam is going to stain the tooth anyway, so that will become even worse over the time. Um, you need to make sure that the tooth is symptomatic or asymptomatic. If the tooth is symptomatic, then I tend to personally tend to go with a full coverage crowns um, my favorite crown is zirconia crown uh, because it's conservative and you don't have to grind too much of the tooth away if the tooth is asymptomatic then um, i'm most likely most of the time do an onlay and my material of choice is cerasmart or bell glass which is very old material uh, it's a composite based material but those are the two options i generally pick um, and if a tooth is symptomatic you do need to make sure you leave provisional for certain amount of time until you know that the symptoms gone there is no issue and patients not in pain so i hope this short podcast was helpful um, and it will help you make that decision regarding uh, cracked teeth, uh, amalgam teeth, amalgam cracks mainly, and mainly you will see that the patients are asymptomatic. So this is the, some conversation you need to have. So I hope you enjoyed the, the tips I shared. If you have, please follow uh, the podcast and I will see you in the next podcast.